Welcome to JB Trio Podcast Season 5, Episode 9. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Chris, the OG Woodmancy. Mark, the Ancient Warrior Merchant. And another week of no guests, but that's okay because we got a lot to cover. So we'll go over the results of last week. We had our first playoff week. It was very fun, very entertaining. We took a lot of pictures, we posted them online. Everybody was happy except Cody. And so, but first I want to talk about something that happened today. Today is Monday, the 21st. Something kind of exciting and groundbreaking has happened. AMF Louisville has finally, after 20 plus years of having synthetic lanes there, have decided they are going to put in brand new synthetic lanes and synthetic approaches. Two of our very own JB Trio members have volunteered somewhat to put in the lanes and help out. So today was the first day. Yeah, it was actually good. Uh, me and Leland went there and we met guys. Bruce Gardner was actually there. He's also a AMF bowler there for a very long time. Good friend of mine. And two other guys who are new to Louisville, Texas, in this bowling alley, two new people. And I shout out JB Trios to both of them. Cool. And to make sure that they know this league is very competitive, very fun, enjoying, and a good experience if they want to have experience in Louisville. But the lanes came in, and I thought they were going to be the um, Brunswick and Denton lanes, which is going to be very slippery, very light oral on the lanes where it's going to be like hooking even on a fresh shot and it's ridiculous because the oral just spreads everywhere and it doesn't really hold a, a good amount and i thought it was going to be like that because that's what the amber from amf told me but no we get the lanes and they are the amf true lanes uh lanes wood synthetic lanes and they're going to be perfect for us perfect for everyone who bowls at lewisville it's going to be literally the best lanes in the whole, like, county. Yeah, very excited. I was nervous at first because I even told Camilla, like, oh, man, it looks like we won't be bowling there for long because of the lanes that I heard of. But nope, once we found out, it's going to be perfect lanes for us. Nice. Do you or Chris know of any other house in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that has AMF wood synthetic lanes? No, I don't. I mean, Garland has the same ones. But they're old, but yes. But I want to set the record straight. I was down there this afternoon, and Leland, which I saw, sweating his ass off. He was there for three hours, and I could swear I saw Chris show up five minutes before they finished. <laughs> Loading everything into the lanes five minutes before they finished up. He was supervising, he huh? Yeah, he showed. He, yeah, for the last five minutes, he, he showed up work with, with the grunts. He, I he showed up with his full day's work. That's how you do. It. That's how you trick the yeah. system. He showed up with his pink shirt on for five oh. minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm a little concerned. Leland was working up a sweat. That could be dangerous for him tomorrow night. So you know what Chris was doing in behind the scenes? He was making sure the foul lights were broken. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the, these are and the arrows are going to be blue instead of black. Blue. Yeah. And in fact, the five minutes I saw Chris, he went to the bathroom, came in, went to the bathroom, and then walked out. Uh huh. Oh yeah. wow! He comes in, he says, he "All right, get to work, Chris. So, I can I have a break." I just sent Lee a picture of proof of my work ethic. Lee, oh, look really? at your phone. <laughs> Was that one by the toilet? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> We'll have to post that online. Maybe, well, AMF does a group chat on Facebook. And I'm sure they're going to have plenty of pictures of, of the new lanes coming out soon. But yeah, they've picked this week towards the end of the summer leagues to install the new lanes. They say they should have them fully installed by the fall leagues at the beginning of the fall leagues. They said before Labor Day. That was the goal, before Labor Day. Yep. It looks like they're doing eight lanes at a time. Yes, 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 they are. Yes, they That's are. That's good. So they'll probably not even interfere with our lanes, maybe during sweeper week. But that might not be so bad because we might be able to bowl maybe in the middle on the lanes that have already been installed. So 
This week, which is tomorrow, we'll be bowling on the high end, which is the old lanes. And my prediction is next week, they'll be installing lanes on the high end, and we'll be bowling on the newly installed lanes, either on the low end or in the middle, preferably in the middle. And, yeah, so we'll get a chance to bowl on the new lanes next week, and we'll have a full report for you guys next week once we're finished. Probably won't matter whether it's the low end or the middle. Oh, yeah, that's right. true. I guess it's all lanes probably won't matter. Yeah. Well, that's AMF. You know, they always throw a curveball at you. Yep. But it'll be fun. It'll be uh, interesting and kind of groundbreaking. Uh, it's the first time that AMF has redone the lanes here in 20-plus years. So, And I can't even remember the last time that they've had the wood approaches put in, even longer before that. Synthetic, synthetic. So, yeah, now we're going to have synthetic approaches for the first time. And, so nice. kind of like, and they are nice. Be a little bit like Brunswick. Chris said yeah. it's just like AMF Garland. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting couple weeks. And Chris can say he was a part of it for five minutes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> five minutes. A little concerned about Leland, though, Lee. He was sweating bullets. Yeah, and he's in the championship tomorrow. He was. Yeah, he might have worn us. Yeah, he might have wore himself out. I mean, those the stuff they were carting in wasn't easy. It wasn't light, man. It was heavy. He even said that he may have uh, slightly, slightly affected his hand, his bowling hand. I said, Leland, you know you got to protect your bowling hand, especially tomorrow. Yes, that's what we all said. We all said that because but, um, we were idiots and we didn't bring gloves. And, man, these lanes were pretty tough. Yeah, he said they were heavy as shit. And he said that, uh, yeah, his hand might be slightly affected, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So I know Jake and Phil are all prepared. They were definitely prepared. Spoiler alert, because we haven't even gotten to that far yet. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Jake and Phil will be definitely prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, I was really scared if it was going to be Denton. I was really scared if it was going to be the lane set from Denton. It was going to be really scary for a lot of people because, it, they are slipperier. They're like they're like ice skating rings. Yeah. And a lot of older people who only bowls at Louisville, they're not gonna like it. And they're gonna slip. They're gonna foul. There's gonna be a lot more fouling. So I mean these lanes are gonna be perfect. You you can keep staying with the eight sole on your foot. You don't have to go down to keep it rough. You'll be fine. Good. That's good news. Yep. I could see Chris skating right over the foul line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, yeah. When I was bull here in Denton, the one right by my house, I foul a lot. And because it's just like, it's very slippery. Like, it's uncontrollable slippery. Unless you change your soles on your foot, you cannot bull correctly. What would you say? Unless you change the, uh, the toe curl on your shoe? Exactly. Ah, okay. All right, so last week, we'll save the playoff teams for last. Last week on 31-32, which was a part of our position round, is playoff slash position round, Team 12, which is 300 bros, went off against Team 7, stay in your lane, bro, the Battle of the Bros. Yeah. It was pretty one-sided. Team 12 pulled it out, Matthew and Brian, bowled really good, especially Matthew. 300 bros won 30 out of 40. Wasn't the greatest night for stay in your lane, bro. They they didn't get killed. If you look at the scores, they didn't get killed in certain games. But for the first two games, yeah, they got a mud hole stomp in them. But it was an interesting night for those guys because usually it's been flip-flop for those teams in the last month or so. Kind of felt bad for Cody because <laughs> – they went from being last, and then they went for fighting for first. I think the highest they got was, what, second? And then, then all of a sudden, within a couple of weeks, they're back down at the bottom. Yeah. So, kind of I mean, a roller coaster for them. Yeah. There was a team that was up there for a while, and then they just sunk. I even picked them, I think, in my uh, power ranking to make the playoff. And, yeah. You know, they, like you said, they sunk, and it's kind of felt kind of a bad feeling. But – Oh, well, it is what it is. So they yep. ended up only taking 10. We'll go over positions here in a minute. The next pair, team, what's 29 and 30? Team 5, rolling with mom against team 9, Bedrock Bolarama. And what I thought was going to happen ended up being 
opposite. Bedrock Bolarama did not play spoiler. In fact, they got spoiled. They're the ones who got spoiled on because Ricky and Larry, who ended up at seven for Jerry, kicked their butt. They won 32 out of 40. Now, was uh, that Larry? Was it Larry Babineau? Larry yeah. Babineau, yeah. He subbed. Okay. He didn't bowl <clears throat> excellent. He bowled above his average, but it was Ricky. Yeah. Pulled out, just kind of like Quish said last week, pulled out one of those 650 nights, opened up the gate right out the gate with a 220. And then the second game, also 220 something. He crushed it. I think he shot. Well, he shot over 600, definitely. I don't know what exactly, but he definitely shot over 600. So Ricky was the huge difference maker that night and ended up winning 32 out of 40. And they spoiled the night for uh, Jared and Gil. They were not spoilers that night. They got spoiled. And much to the delight of Chris, who I think picked them during Beat March Picks, who did not pick them during Beat March Picks. He picked Ricky's team, I think. Yes. And, yeah, uh, he did. Yeah. And uh, kind of rubbed it in. That oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Jared was out of there pretty quick, but Gil stuck around. Yeah. All right, next pair. That was 27-28. Now we're getting to the higher seedings. Team two, Biggie Smalls. That is against team six. Ready for AARP, Neil and Kyle. Man, it was just, I mean, we told them to go home. We were literally told them to go home. We told them that, hey, this night is going to be bad. ain't going to be good for y'all. We tried to give them every benefit of the doubt, but they just didn't want to listen. So we smacked them. Yeah, yeah. you guys did. 30 out of 40. And you had a visitor watching, too. Yeah, I saw that. We had a reappearance of somebody. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Friend was there from college. She was just hanging out, supporting him. That's it. Yeah, I thought wow. that was neat. They came back and hung out for a little while and gave Austin some extra motivation. Yeah, I'm glad they invited you to sit with them, Chris. <laughs> they said it's okay for Chris to sit with them now. So, yeah, that was that. And y'all won 30 out of 40. It was a good night. Everybody was happy. There was no grudges. Both your best. I think, Chris, oh, yeah. didn't you even shoot 600, I think? I did. So, good night overall for Team 2. And it's too bad that the playoffs didn't start next week because I think you guys would be closer than you were the previous week. But anyway, maybe you'll save all that in the fall. Here you got some, maybe some news on some new teammates. But, I um, do, I do, I do. So, the next pair, that is 25 and 26, Team 8, went up against Team 4. Team 8, let's roll, Gary and George. They took on Peyton's team. uh, This name. I can't wait for this name to be over with. (laughs) Bulgarian and the Elf Princess. Um, Best name ever. Yeah. And podcast curse continues with against Gary and and George. They only won 12 out of 40 because, well, Peyton bowled good, but it was a certain somebody that took bowler of the week. Who was that person? Billy Camilla. It was Camilla. She was six twenty-two <laughs> that night. So yeah, scratch, scratch, yep, scratch. She shot six twenty-two. Scratch. She did really good. That's a two plus two hundred plus average. She blamed Chris again, saying, "Why did you have to say that we had to lose those weeks to get out of the playoffs?" You know, to be honest, I didn't see that coming. How did that happen? <laughs> she said, "If you hadn't said it, it wouldn't have happened." And and it's always y'all's fault. Yeah, I, I see that now. It's always y'all's fault. Like, the reason why oh. I can't play cards next to my husband. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know this Just take out the next to your husband part and there's your son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they know I can play poker. Oh, yeah. yeah. She definitely can. Yep, so Camilla bowled great, and they ended up winning 28 out of 40. It was almost a kiss your sister night because George bowled pretty good, too. But Gary got swept, so the podcast curse continues. Didn't continue during poker, though. He had a pretty good poker night. He ended up taking second. Who took first? Guy that bowls on Friday nights. What's his name, Chris? Mike? I don't forget his last name, but Mike, he took first easily. He killed everybody. He had a million dollars in chips while probably the second person Um, had like like 300,000 in chips. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, he had a – no, he had a – he had 1.1 mil yeah. uh, cash with him, and then 
Gary had at least a 200K, 200, at least 100K. Yeah. But it, it was a fun match. I'm it also wondering like, if I can, like, endorse this coming Saturday. It's going to be the biggest poker night we ever had, biggest celebration we ever had. It's going to be this Saturday. It's going to be a cash game. It's going to be lots of food, lots of people. And I'm hoping everyone can come out and enjoy. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. We haven't had that in a couple months, so... We're bringing the cash game back, and it's going to be pretty fun. So we'll talk a little bit more about that Oops. towards the end of the podcast. What was the temperature in the sweat box? Was it oh, hot? we did it in the house. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, last few have been, like, small, like only less than 10 people. Okay. So it's been just kind of like just a group of guys. So that way we can play it in the house. But Chris wants to have the cash game brought back. So we're going to get back to somewhere in the 20 people range and probably yeah. have it back in the garage. But we'll have the garage all uh, AC'd up. We'll have it nice and cool. Yes, 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 we will. And uh, it's going to be uh, lots of food. Um, celebrations, we're going to celebrate my dad's birthday and my best friend Diego's birthday. Yeah, so lots of celebrations to bring presents. Yes. <laughs> so the next pair of lanes, now we're getting into the playoff section. So the next pair that is 23 and 24, my team, team number Flushit, team number one Flushit, against team 11, mine like a goldfish. Jake and Phil kind of spoiled it a little bit earlier. I must say this pair held the top score for the whole league and the second top score for the league for that week, not for the whole season. So it was a slugfest. It, it come down to just a matter of a few pins in the end. But it was one of the funnest competitive nights I've had in a while because I hadn't bowled on that competitive level in a while. I've, I've actually been bowling. I don't know where it's coming from, but I've been bowling a lot better here in the last couple of weeks. And I gave him everything I got. Greg, my teammate, gave him everything. He gave him everything they got. But it just wasn't enough against, especially against Phil, who's been bowling like a juggernaut last few weeks. And they practiced almost every other day this past week from this past Tuesday. And I heard Phil shot really good practicing. And he definitely brought it on Tuesday. He shot 681 scratch. And Jake bowled really good as well above his average. I think they they definitely bowled in the 14s. And I tried to give him everything I could. I shot 690 scratch. I wasn't giving him a handicap, but it definitely wasn't the handicap's fault, though, because it was, it, <laughs> it literally just come down to who was going to get that extra strike, that one extra strike, or that one extra four bagger or five bagger. It just so happened to be Phil's team. We had a couple of opens in the end that we could have used a strike in that spot. One open, one strike instead of an open would have been the difference. Our team fell just a little bit. We ended up taking 14 out of 40. But when you're in the playoff, it doesn't matter if it's a great win or if it's a close kiss-your-sister win as long as you win. 22 points, or actually, I guess 21 points or more advances you in the playoff, and we only took 14. So Jake and Phil advanced. They took 26 out of 40. Kudos to those guys. It was fun. My team lost... Team total, I think we had thirteen seventy four, and they had fourteen oh four. So we lost it by thirty pins, which uh, could have been the difference if I'd have struck out in the third game. I think I'd have gotten twenty plus pins, so it fell just ten pins short. That's how close it is. And uh, but again, it was one of the funnest nights. I really enjoyed it actually, even though it was a loss. But it felt good to get those competitive juices flowing. And yeah, I would have asked. To be a little bit different is if we'd have won. That was yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. And just a recap, who voted for your team to win? <laughs> I don't know if who I, I know I didn't vote because I usually vote the opposite. Was uh-huh. it you guys? Was it you? No, wasn't me. Oh yeah. It was that other guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old geezer. Yep. Guy that's still ahead in the overall total. <laughs> By how much? How much? Nope. The lead is slipping. We'll have it's to slipping. save that for yeah. the beat marks pick we'll, starts. Yeah, we'll get into that. But, Lee, I hope you wore yourself out from last week, you know, oh, yeah. in, in that match. And 
I thought I heard you crying. Yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard you crying. Yes, I was crying. That was me, definitely. I thought you were crying after that match. Oh, my God. It was a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. But we had fun. Me and Greg, I told Greg afterward we lost, but it was probably the most fun I had losing ever because yeah. it, it felt good to get to where I felt like I could compete again. You know, it's, sometimes you feel like about 10 years ago, I was a 220 bowler, maybe. I didn't bowl in many houses, but I was bowling at a regular 220 level. And then in the last 10 years, I've been going downhill. I've been less than 200 for the last couple of years. This summer, though, this past couple months, probably bowled the best I have been in a while. Tuesday, it felt like the old me was bowling again. It felt good. I'm hoping to keep that that same level. I got to, of course, next week will probably be 450, but you never know. Probably. Well, right. yeah. <laughs> sure hope so. <laughs> yeah, because <Sure. laughs> next pair. And the last, probably one of the biggest upsets, team number 10, the first place team, we got balls against team three, the oh, lowly oh, gutter flopper. This has got to be the best. Like, can I say it? Can I, can I say it? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead and announce okay. it. Okay. We have the old man geezers and the team that shouldn't even be in the league in the first place. And <laughs> no, they went head to head and they fought. And at the end of the day, the team who shouldn't be in the league won. Well, took one first. of the biggest upsets of the Leland. summer league we've had. And a girl with 120 pins. You know, they're not a bad team. I don't know why. They have their worst <laughs> team. No, they're, they can be a tough team. You know, all she needs to do is get four marks. And so she's they got did most get sen- the four marks, and they yeah. won 28 out of 40. So they have yeah. beat the first place team and advanced to the finals of the playoffs. Yeah, and l- let me say, I blame myself for the first game because I missed two easy makeable spares. Easy. And, I mean, a seven pin and a four pin, and we lost the game by eight pins. That was six points I threw away right there. Oh, and then wow. I lost my total. I needed to strike out to beat Brianna by one, and I got a double eight. So, and she ended up oh. getting the point. Literally, it was a lot closer than the total points indicate. We just didn't come through when we needed to. And you know what? I handed it to Leland because it wasn't over until he came back. I, I, he, I think he doubled or threw a three-bagger right at the end. He had a strike in the ninth and then threw a double on us and just slammed the door shut, you know. So I give him kudos. They stuck tough with us, you know. Ron is over the last few weeks has not been himself. He's smokes it the first game and then he just falls apart. You know, yeah, he just loses. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you if you looked over the last three or four weeks, his first game partner, like can we his, associate that? Might be a- his first game's in two thirties, two forties, two fifties, and then he loses the shot as quick as he, he had it the first game. It's just it's horrible. I don't know. He just loses it. It's his speed or something, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what it is, but he has struggled to get two consistent games over the last four or five weeks. We're lucky to even be where we were to have a shot for first or second. I'm pleased there, yeah, but I'm a little worried with our match this week because he's definitely not himself. Maybe he's saving it for the fall league. Who knows? No, yeah. Or he's just losing it. He's a little bit down on himself and I haven't seen Ron like that in a long time. Yeah, well, I have no Like I said, it could break out of it though. He's, it could he possibly does his partner. It can honestly I don't oh, know. I mean I, I mean his partner shot a two seventy nine scratch game last week. I mean Yeah. You feel he like did. He may be in the away second his game. In the second game? What was that first game though? It was uh one fifty one with three <laughs> makeable spares I missed. So that means that, Chris, what does that mean? The Woodmansy? The Woodmansy, the second time in one Ooh. season. Yeah. Well, like I say, you've got to be a great bowler to be on that list. 
You know what? A full year without me getting a Woodman C. A full season. I mean, you got to shoot a good game, Chris. That's something yeah, you don't do often. I got you something per game. Two fifty-five the last game. So, Chris, you, what are you changing your stance? That it used to be that if you had a Woodman Z, you're humiliated. Now you're changing your mind. It's if you get a Woodman Z, it's a badge of honor. Yeah. <laughs> but he had Woodman Z two out of the three weeks. Yeah, I mean, exactly, but it's not me. <laughs> well, Mark's team, they lost. Leland's team, they advanced. So the two teams that are in the finals for fighting for first and second, Team 11, mind like a goldfish, they currently hold the number one spot. They're the higher seed. They're the number three seed. And Leland's team is the lower seed. They're the number four seed going into the finals. So... Mind Like a Goldfish gets to pick the pair they want to bowl. They have officially chosen to bowl a 19 and 20. So they will be facing off for the championship of the summer. So those two teams will be facing next week. And in the standings, Mind Like a Goldfish is currently at 219. Gutter Fluffers is at 217. So even standings-wise, it's pretty dang close. So they will be facing off. My team has been knocked out of the playoffs, same as Mark. That means the rest of the league will have the second position round in the row. And shockingly, there's a lot of teams that are not facing each other a back-to-back week. We were afraid that it was going to be because position round was back-to-back that a lot of the teams would be facing the same team, when in fact it's the opposite. Hardly any teams are facing each other. The first set of position round is my team versus Mark's team. That's why he was kind of joking earlier. He's hoping I'd bowl bad the next week because I'm facing him. We are at 218 point total. We got balls at 217, so we'll be facing each other for third place. The pair after that is Chris is going against his wife, Camilla. So it'll be Bulbarian and the Elf Princess at 213 wins, 213 points against Biggie Smalls is at 213 points. Whoever wins that night will be at a higher seed in the finish. So we'll have to wait and see, but it'll be husband against wife. Now, the first time they faced off, they Chris bailed out and they tried to post bowl and instead of bowling heads up, ended up paying off for Peyton. I think that was the week. I think it was that week that he shot 300. Yep. But now they will finally go head to head thanks to the position round. Let's roll at 200. We'll be facing rolling with mom at 195. They did not bowl each other last week. Ready for AARP at 188. We'll be bowling 300 bros at 186, and they did not bowl each other. And Bedrock Bowlerama fell down to 169. They will be facing Stay in Your Lane Bro at 165, and they did not face each other. So not a single team, which is, again, very kind of surprising in back-to-back position rounds will not be facing each other yeah yeah that you would have never figured that to happen but i'd have never i'd have bet money that there would be at least one team facing each other but not one but you know what that just goes to show you how tight the standings were right through the whole season i mean you know look at our team could end up in seventh place when it's all said and done you know i mean it's very very close it is it's gonna be close it's been an exciting summer definitely a lot of surprises and yeah uh, we had two three hundreds this summer it's been fun it's been a lot of fun it's been a hell of a summer did you guys just mention did you guys happen to hear that there's i saw that there's a scratch tournament that cole's running i um, heard they're advertising heavily on that. yeah there's yeah what's that about I don't know. I mean, uh, Chris, it's right up your alley, right? You want scratch. Here you go. Yeah. But it's a tournament, though. Right. So it's a tournament. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, right I up want, your alley. Though. I want a league. I want a league. Scratch. Is it, I want no. scratch. Is it like a, but, uh, a Labor Day or something? I think so. But it's like, what is it, $1,300 for first or something? Is it really? Hey. Yeah. Now, if I've been yeah, bowling at- like how I've been bowling the last couple of weeks, I'd say probably sign me up but i don't know if i can keep that up against those guys those guys are true yeah. scratch holders no i get you and you know lee i do want to say more boy your bowling has been incredible over the last few weeks i mean thank you thank you you know yeah. you, you <laughs> like 
it's like the complete opposite of Chris. Yeah. You've gone, <laughs> you've gone from, you've gone from two hundred average after the freeze, to, and uh, Chris has been two hundred three all the way down to one ninety four. <laughs> it's like night and day when you compare you and Chris, you know. But I am, I am I, uh, working on my average here, oh, sir. Man, I will tell you though, Lee, you're killing it. You know, well, you I appreciate been, it. Oh, what did right. you say, Chris? That it was last week. It was uh, average. What was it? It was hilarious. Average maintenance or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was great. We need to find out what that was. But yeah, I appreciate that, Mark. And I, I, I don't yeah, know. Heck. Maybe just that. Maybe I've adjusted something right, or I've just felt better than I have in a while. Health wise, <laughs> I've been up and down, but I don't know. Just this summer, I just I felt a lot better than I have been in a while. You're right there with Peyton. With a 209, you know, I mean, another couple of weeks, I could easily see you passing them. So what can I do to stop that? <laughs> you know, a uh, drink or know. something? Bowl, like You're bowling me heads up. So that'd be one way. Oh, man. I'm just telling you, it's scary the way you've been bowling. Yeah. We'll have to see. I'm not normally the model of consistency. So I don't know. I'll just have to wait and see what happens next week. Next week's mm-hmm. our official last week of bowling, I guess, tomorrow night. I believe in you. Those count against our scores, so we'll have to wait and see. Maybe it's the yeah. beat marks picks because I'm picking the opposite. Maybe it's the beat marks picks picks. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you've been killing it lately, and you've been looking good out there. Oh, I appreciate it. I think this is just Mark's way to get the pregnancy like, <laughs> work. <Right now>. work. <laughs> he just sucks. You, you know, I got to hand it to Leland before we started the match. He gave me and Ron a little nip of fireball oh uh, yeah so he so did your guys's achilles heel yeah he gave us a nip while well, we allowed him to sit at our table but gave us a nip you know of a uh, nice little shot of uh fireball so yeah he primed he us he up some of that night so that was good yep. he you got some shots he did that was nice we had some fireball at christmas poker tournament the other night oh my god a lot yeah he bought a big old, not Leland, but some uh, Mike, the guy I, who won the whole thing. I think so that's he, how he won. He got us drunk. He did, yeah. So Leland got Mark drunk, and Ron had a few shots. And so Mike, the guy that won the tournament with that million-dollar chip, he's the one that brought the big old jug of fireball and got everybody uh, drunk. So the, that's the key, the fireball. Yeah, fireball. maybe that's it. So maybe I'll have to buy some fireball just like my son did. Yeah, Yeah. well, I had it. I, I'm I'm sure he didn't need that to win. That's for sure. <laughs> so that leads us to beat Mark. Mark yeah. Here we go with our final segment of beat Mark's picks. This is it, boys. It's a race now. Last week's results, Mark, two wins, four losses. Oh, he's now under 500 at 26 wins, 28 losses. That's kind of like how this season's been going. Yeah. Got a crazy season. Yeah, Lee, you went four wins, two losses. Oh. And your overall record is 25 wins, 29 losses. So you are one game back. Wow. Hey, what about me? What about me? And Chris, your final results, four wins, two losses. Oh, boy. I can't your rec- believe it. Your record is 24 wins, 30 losses. So you're only two back of the leader. That's insane. So yeah, this is so- going to be – this the is most it. important beat marks picks probably since we first started it two seasons ago. Yep. There's six games, six matches, and anyone can win it. The very Any- first time Mark can be dethroned. Yep. So whatever Chris takes, I'll take the complete opposite. <laughs> Never seen him week win two weeks in a row. <laughs> or have a winning record two weeks in a row. Now, so let's go in first order. So let's start at the bottom with uh, 3132 Bedrock Bolorama and Stay in Your Lane, bro. This handicap in this match is 58 pins. That's it. Ooh, that's not as much as I thought. Not bad. No, 58. 
So in other words, I think what Mark said, Chris, is he wants you to go first every pick. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. I'll start it out with this one then. This is a tough one because and I'm really I am really wanting to make sure I get this right because if I'm that close to beating Mark for the season, man. I'll let you know. I'm taking bedrock. Okay. Bedrock Bolarama. Yeah. Man, an ends line, he just struggles so much on 3132 because it's yes, so much. It's a drier pair and he has a hard time hitting the pocket. It usually goes Brooklyn. Cody, he was so mad last week. I'd really want to pick him because he wants to get revenge. He's got the chip on his shoulder, but it also could be a hindrance thinking and you know you're doubting yourself and stuff like that. I think in this case, I am going to go bedrock bowler ram. I think they're going to play spoiler again, and I think they're going to bowl really good. You know what's interesting about this is that team, stay in your lane, bro. They've been on this pair now for the third straight week. Has it really? Yeah, they faced us two weeks ago on 31 and 32. That's right. And then they won- they bowled last week on 31 and 32 and now they're bowling for the third straight week on 31 and 32 that's gotta be such a beat down and i think you hit it right on the head there i mean two weeks ago when we bowled them mike ensline just couldn't keep it on the right side of the head pen he was brooklyn all day i gotta say though cody threw a good ball he was just leaving a lot of 10 pins yeah yeah. He was making them, but he left a lot of solid 10 pins. Yeah. I just think that three weeks in a row, such a grind and a beat down. Yeah. Bad luck for those guys to wind up on that pair. And also, that'll be their last time on that pair in probably the history of JB Trio. Because the week after that, well, it'll be sweeper night, so it won't really matter. But I've got a feeling they're going to move us to either the middle or low end of the house because of the new lanes coming in. Yeah. So of all the darn luck, the very last time we bowl on these approaches and these synthetic lanes that we're on now, that they're on 31-32 (laughs) for three weeks in a row. So that might get in their head a little bit too. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Bedrock Bonorama on that. Yeah, I'm the same pick, Bedrock. Man. So it looks like a clean sweep. Yep. <laughs> all right. That's that not sounds good. Chris. We can do the same thing. We'll just all take the same pick all the way down the line. And <laughs> and I'm good with that. Mark wins. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we got to pick different somewhere, Chris. Yeah. yeah. That's all for Bedrock. Yes. Okay. So this next pair might be mixed, though. This next pair, Team Six, ready for AARP. Kyle and Neil against 300 bros, Matthew and Brian. What's. Excuse me, okay. what's the spread on that? I'll make this pick first. The spread on this is nine pins. Oh, wow. And nine pins going to 300 bros. And that is the team I am going to take to win this match. Damn it. <laughs> Chris. I was going to pick 300 bros. Ah, man. Wow. What a tough pick. What, what, what pair? What, what lane pair? 29 and 30, 20, another tough pair. Oh, fuck it is tough because, you know, you want to pick Neil and Kyle because they won the league last year. They have no right, to, no reason to be at the bottom of the league. No, they do. They and do. they're two of the better bowlers of the league. But, you know, Matthew has been bowling so damn good here as of late. And Brian's picked it up a little bit, too. Actually, he's picked up a lot. And it's just, man. Yeah, I, this, and, this is going to be a close match. It will be. It is. I mean, it's, I don't think either team's going to blow each other out. It's just like, who's going to throw that one strike to do it? You know, because this is the closest we've ever been to beating Mark for a season. So, yeah, me and Chris, it's no easy, no easy pick. Uh, yeah. I got to, you know, I'm, my first gut reaction was to pick 300 bros. Mine too. And then we said I was going to pick 300 bros. I just hate picking against Neil and Kyle. Oh, I hate picking against them. And I love Tracy, and she's going to help do the plaques again, which we really appreciate. So we have to think, uh, Lee, Lee, is a thing. So 300 bros bowled on 29-30 last week. They, they did. Won. And they won. They, did they won good. They won big. Yeah, you got to think that like, they're going to be the same pattern, like the same Actually, lanes. they bowled on 31-32 last week. They won on 31-32. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So they did not bowl on this pair. Yeah, but Neil hates 30, 29 and 30. Yeah. It's a fuck up pair. 
Man, I hate this. <laughs> He's got some music on. Like, I want to go against Mark, but just a win, just to get like that one if they do. But yeah, I'm gonna go with my fail. initial gut. I'm gonna go with 300 Bros. I'm gonna wait to have my different pick with Mark on the later pair. I right, I'm gonna go for Kyle. You're going for Kyle in the yeah. end. Okay. Only because y'all pick it. I have two games I have to catch up. I so, hear you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This wouldn't be a bad game to go opposite, you know? So, you hear Mark, he's gloating yeah. now. He's like, I mean, nine, yeah. pins, getting, nine I mean, pins is a scratch game. So basically, yeah, talent, I mean, this talent that match, talent. yeah, that match is not going to be, is, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. So yeah, if there's a close game, that, that'd be it, you know? Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, that's it for me. That's it. One game opposite from y'all, so I'm yes, it is. So one game behind. So the next pair, twenty-seven to twenty-eight, we're getting even more interesting. Team eight, let's roll Gary and George against Team five, rolling with Mom. What's the spread on this one? Now, see, this is gets me every week. I look at it like Jerry's going. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, I can and then say it, I did hear some news. She did say that she's out for the rest of the season. They are going to bring in Larry for the remainder, which is basically just one more week. So Larry will be there this okay. Tuesday. That's what I figured. So this, the match then is a nine-pin difference between, wow. yeah, taking Let's Roll, Gary and George versus Larry Babineau and Ricky. It's a nine-pin, yeah, nine-pin difference to Ricky's team. And that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with rolling with mom in this one. So thank you think God. the podcast okay. curse is going to affect him four weeks in a row? Thank God. Thank God. I get Garen George from the get-go. You do? Okay. <laughs> well, I believe very heavily, because I'm not a very superstitious, but a little stitious person. And I believe very heavily, though, in this podcast curse. And I can honestly say... I think once it's all the season's over, we're going to say Gary never recovered from this podcast curse. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm going to go with Ricky and Larry this week, all because of the curse. Damn. I think why I'm going to go with rolling with mom is Ricky did bowl well last week. He really yeah, does. He On Wednesday, he bowled at 420 the next day. Yeah. What? He's, yes. Yeah. It don't surprise me. He's hot and cold, but. Larry Babineau's only averaging 173. What? That's no a... way. Let me look. Yeah. Holy crap. He's only averaging 173. Oh, my God. You're right. He's getting 42 and, and pins. Yeah, that just, to me, that's just, I mean, he's much better than that. Look at his entering average. He's at 211. He's down to one. Oh, that's a shoot. That's a lock right there. Yeah, that's that why I had to go with him. Yes. So, yeah, I feel good about that pick now. Okay, okay, okay. So, hey, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to tell y'all something that y'all are not considering at all. All right? So, y'all have to lock in your picks. So, y'all can't y'all can't I'm locked, yeah. Okay. It's locked. I'm locked, too. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all are considering that Larry is a up-and-in bowler, yes. But George is a urethane bowler. He'll be throwing the urethane tomorrow. And Larry had to be bowling against that urethane. So I think Larry's going to have a hard time with that urethane. Yeah, I don't point. know. That's a good point. I don't I don't know if George is going to use it, though. I think he's uh, last time. I think, aren't they teammates on that early league? I don't know. I, they could I, be. Uh, I could swore so. they're teammates. So, and if that's the case, that's even going to up Larry's game even more so, I think. Because I don't know if it's maybe just a relax factor. But I think bowling with your teammate on the same pair, you're used to that, to the shot breakdown as the games go on. So you're used to the adjustments and things. So I, I think that actually helps Larry. But we'll yeah. have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. So our picks are locked. I got George, yep. I got Larry and Ricky as well as Mark. And then Chris, you got George. George. Man, that, now if you get that so far, if all the picks go Chris's way, that means you have, would have passed Mark. Right. But I'm still one game behind Mark, and I'd be two games behind you if they all if, go if, in your favor. If they go, I'll go in his favor. We, me and Chris would be tied. Yeah, we'll oh, be tied. Oh, that's right. That's I right. mean, you one more see. opposite pick. Yeah. That's right. All right, so then that makes this next pair even more interesting because this involves Chris. So yes. it's 25 lanes, 25 and 26. 
Bulbarian and Elf Princess, which is Peyton and Camilla, the who I like to call the first lady of the JB Trios League because she's the wife of the president, is going against the president, Biggie Smalls, <laughs> Chris Woodmanzi, and Austin. Shot- I'll say Shotanas. 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 The spread in this match is. 11 pins. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh fuck. wow. There is no handicap anywhere except for the first pair. Oh, wow. All right. So, Chris's team, they, for this season, I don't know why it's felt like this, but Chris's team, it feels like they've lost more than they've won in big matches. It just feels that way. But I don't know if any other team can say they've choked as much as Camilla and Peyton's team, because that was quite a choke. That was quite a lead that they had that they choked away. Yeah. Reminiscent of the Titanic, huh? <laughs> she was following in his footsteps. <laughs> she learned off of his blueprint. Yeah. Oh, man, these picks. Oh, my God. This is the hardest week we've had. I know for a fact this is the hardest week. You know what? My first gut reaction was to pick Peyton and Camilla. I think just picking Peyton. He's been the most consistent out of the bowlers. And then especially Camilla coming off a 600 week. My first gut reaction is to pick them. So I'm going with Peyton and Camilla. Even though I hate their team name, I'm going with them. Okay. Wow. I look like this here is going to be Chris and Camilla's, you could say, last dance together here, I guess. Last dance. Oh. This is going to be their last dance. Their last dance. I have to go with team two. Oh. oh. So this is the team that I really need to look, look out and, for. And this way, Chris can't. I know he's going to take team two. So this <laughs> he won't gain on this one. Yep, he won't gain. He won't sandbag either because he's got to win. That's right. That means that I don't know if that helps me or hurts me, but I'm going team two. Oh, he's doing it. He's picking him up. Okay. So now, right now, the best if Chris swept, he would be tied with me. And Lee, most of your picks have been this is the first pick we've picked the opposite. Yeah. Right now, no matter what could happen, I can at least, I can't lose first. I could tie it, but I can't lose it. You're looking good. You're looking yeah, good. Yeah, I'm looking good. Now it is two matches left. Yes. And this next match is a one pin difference. <laughs> wow. One that's, that's pin. So only fitting. Team one, my team against team ten, Mark's team. And you get wow. one pin. Man, y'all didn't do good. And then Mark's team didn't do good. Y'all both sucked last week. Yep. So we have the two sucky teams. Now I have to go to potential. Mark has potential to not suck. Lee and Gray have a potential to not suck. And Ron has a consistent base of bowling grade than sucking. But he's also a great bowler overall. He might find it. God damn. Um, one pin. What lane? Is there? 23 and 24. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> Put him on the clock. I'm going for Mark. Can you just shoot it out? That's what sucks. Mark's just like a fucking mystery ball. Mark, we bowl. We bowl last week. Two seventy nine game scratch. Yeah, at the last game. What would you? What was your? <laughs> it was what six twenty? Six something. Yeah, six six twenty. Six twenty something. With a one fifty game. Lee, what was your series? 690. Yeah, I'm going to go with my gut. And my gut was Lee's team. Wow. Okay. I'll take the next. I will say I've been highly impressed with the way you've been bowling, Lee. And I've been in Ron is just struggling that second and third game every week he just oh no you're not talking yourself into what i yeah no no you're not no i need one game look it i know but i need one game i don't have any confidence in ron right now and he's down on himself (laughs) 
Wait, down on you, himself. Are you really voting for Elise? Yeah, I am. Okay, wow. I switch it. I'm going to Mark. I am. I will say we did beat him for 38 out of 40 a few weeks back when we bowled him. If I recall, was it 38 out of 40, Lee? We beat it you guys. Was. It was a crushing. It was the worst loss we took all season because you and guys you forgot your bowling balls and got them back all yeah. of a sudden. And you guys bowled well, too. I mean, it wasn't like you didn't. I mean, I'll be honest. That was the last time Ron had it going, you know, was that week. And then ever since that week, it's just he has it that first game. He kills it. And then all of a sudden he, I don't know, he loses. He overthrows the ball. He underthrows the ball. He just struggles. till I wow. see him. Yeah, till I see him get out of that. And he's so a this is part of the team, you know. I'll take your team. How manly would you be, like, <laughs> like, like how to not suck on purpose? Hey, look, it, we're there's no doubt about it. We'd like to win third place. And no. I can say though, Lee, if we both went twenty and twenty, we could end up in seventh and eighth place. You know, we could because really teams could. team behind us, they could pass us easily. Exactly. You know, I mean. It's, so it's, it's only to our benefit if one of our teams wins, at least. Yeah, so I'm going to switch it to Mark's team. Wow. Okay. So you're locked in for Mark. Yes. Only because I need to get this win. If I get all the win, if I get my full win, <laughs> I win. Yeah, we still got a game left, though. Yeah, we do. But. Match left. I actually am going to do my normal. I've wrote it this far. And our team has sort of benefited from it. You lost so last speaking, week. Um, well, yeah, we did that. We did lose. Yeah, you lost. Um, but I am going with the opposite team. So I will be picking Mark's team to win and hopes that my team wins, kind of like Mark. But, yeah, so my, um, my picks and beat Mark's picks has always generally been the opposite team of my own, only because I'm superstitious little stitches, but I do hope that our, my team wins, but I think I'm going to pick Mark's team just as yeah. uh, cooking. Wow. And, and that did not work to your advantage last week in a big match. <laughs> no, that, so was this is not, that was the first time that I – did I pick my team? I can't yeah. remember. No, you picked against them. But they ended up – so I got the pick. It helped me out and beat Mark's pick. Oh, but that's yeah. the point. Well, that's yeah, let me look point. at that. Yeah, did you pick against your team? Let me look. What team are you team – yeah, you did. Okay, you did. Yep. Yeah, so it worked. All right, so now here is the – this is going to be, I think, the money team. I think. Badly for first place, the last two teams in the playoff. Team 11, mine like a goldfish. One of the hottest teams in the league. Fun. Against the biggest underdog team in the league. Team number three, which is the gutter fluffers. And they did have some gutters last week. I think they both did. So that's Leland and Brianna, which everybody in the league likes to say his girlfriend. What is the spread on this? Okay. There has to be some now. Spread. Their spread last week was one twenty six. It's thirty pins less than that this week, so it's ninety six. What? How did that end up happening? <sighs> they get Damn they get ninety six pins. Damn so, it! It's probably because of Jake. Man, this is the toughest pick. And beat Mark's picks history. Anybody want to go first? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I, I, all right, I'll go first. I was going to go Leland, but after seeing him work his ass off today and, uh, you know, doing a lot of heavy lifting and moving and all that other stuff, I could wear him down a little bit. 96 pins is an awful lot. That's like two but, people. But, boy, what they did against you last week, Lee, Jake and Phil, I, I got to go with Jake and Phil here. Yeah, I hate picking against my son. I'm real, Deep down, I'm, it's just like my team. I'm, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm picking Jake and Phil, but I'm rooting for Leland to win. But the only reason I'm doing that is because, and it kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier about the competitiveness, Jake and Phil – we're probably two of the most determined bowlers that I've bowled against, which I haven't bowled against that in years. And I felt it. It felt, you felt the tension wanting to win. You felt the urgency of needing a strike on every ball. And they had the, I know they felt that same tension, but they came through and mm -hmm. they, they 
pulled out the victory and they got all the strikes. They had a lot of luck on their side too, but really in the end, they did it. So they had the highest series in the league, 1,400. It would have beat Leland series last week. So I think that Jake and Phil, I can't really say it's that either team have the experience of winning in bowling leagues because I don't think either team has actually been in the competitive or on the winning side. I think all four bowlers are pretty new to being on the top spot. So I can't really say anybody's got an advantage there, but I just think Jake and Phil, they're so determined to win. But I'm hoping Leland wins, but I'm going to pick Jake and Phil. Yeah, I got Jake and Phil because I was training with them on Friday, and Phil couldn't miss. And Jake wasn't here. He was on vacation, but, yeah, he couldn't miss. So there we have it. Although that could work against Jake and Phil. They could be the more uptight, uneasy. You know, they're in the championship. You know, yeah. we I've seen a lot of pro sports teams just choke up. You know, they're the number one team. Uh, first team that comes to mind is the Packers, which I love seeing that. The Packers in 96 when they fought against uh, the Broncos, and the Broncos were a 14-point underdog, and the Broncos still won. And, <laughs> and I only bring that up because Jake, who's a huge Packers fan, probably remembers that game. Maybe. I don't know. He may be a little young for that game. But yeah. And what was, what, was that, what was that game again? That was Packers. the Super Bowl in 96, Packers yeah. against Broncos. So uh, the Packers was, were favored to win by 14, and they got they, they lost. So does Leland got a Broncos jersey or something he could wear down <laughs> tonight? He does not. He does not. But maybe we could call one of his hoodies a Bronco hoodie or something. Yeah, if he could come up with something. <laughs> maybe he'll go old school Leland and come up with a hoodie and sweatpants and a mask. Yeah. The true gutter fluffer. Although he's improved a lot since the mask. Yeah. He needed to at least throw a strike in the 10 frame last week, you know, and he ended up with a, he ended up getting a double, I believe. And he had that yeah. strike. And he definitely came through when he needed to last week in the anchor spot. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be rooting hard for him. I hope he wins, but I picks wise because I want the opposite. I'm going to go with Jake and Phil. Yeah. Listen, I, like I said, if I didn't see him down there working his ass off while Chris showed up five minutes before they finished, I would have taken Leland here. He was working it. Yep. And then, so, Chris, you said Jake and Phil as well? Yeah, Jake and Phil, yep. Okay. So we're unanimous here, and we're unanimous on Bedrock, Bedrock. Bolorama. Yes. Correct. Um, yeah. So for me and Mark, it's really it's going to come down to my pair against Mark. And oddly enough, if Mark's team wins, I win the Mark point. And if I win, then he gets the point. Oh, so but also, be... Ian, you got Peyton. And I that's the one. Thing. That's the other that's one. That's the yeah. one that's going to be the clincher. So, so if Peyton beats yeah. Chris, then who did I pick my team, right? Or no, I picked uh, Peyton. You picked team. us. You know, you, here's the deal you picked Peyton's team. I picked Chris's team. Yeah. And I picked you. And then you picked my team and I picked your team. So yep. there's still a chance that you could pass me. Lee and Chris yeah. could pass me. So I need two victories to pass you over uh, me. Yeah. Over you. So those are my two pairs that I gotta pay attention. Now, Chris, he needs three wins. And I think there's three <laughs> different pairs. Now, which pairs yeah. do we he's need to got, look up for Chris? Okay, he's got Kyle and he's got Kyle and Neil over the three hundred bros. Did um, did Lee pick Kyle or no? No, Lee, that's you're the only one that picked Kyle and Neil in that. Oh, so that's big. So, so that's a big, that's yeah, that's a big one because you could gain a game on both me and Lee. Okay. And and you, it would, it actually put you in a tie with Lee. And then you took team eight, which is let's roll Gary and George. And again, that's another key game because me and Lee both took rolling with mom. Oh, wow. Those oh. are the two matches you got to hope for, Chris. Is yep. Neil, Kyle, and George and Gary. Those are the two key games right there. You win those two games, and it, I'm, trailing, those two games. I'm trailing. I'm trailing. How much from Lee? One. One game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. All so right. if you win, put it this way: if you win those two games, 
you're going to be one ahead of Lee and tied with me. Yep. So those two games are crucial. And what was the third game that I had different from you? And then the other game after that is the game against uh, me and Lee. You took my team. Yeah, because yeah, if you, you win two, you don't have to worry about a third game with me. You just have to worry about two. So, George, you need George to win, and you need Neil to Neil. win. And then you don't have to worry about me. You're, you shut me out. Right. Uh, and then on – Mark, you need three wins. So not only do you need those two, but then you need my team. To, uh, no, you need uh, Mark's Mark, team yeah. to win. Right. So you're actually rooting for Mark. Yeah, I am. Just this one. Yeah. And Mark, right. I think as long as uh, I'm trying to think what other teams would help you against me. Let's see here. That The only other guy, uh, actually, the, you took my team to beat you, Lee. Yeah. And then probably the uh, Peyton one. You, you Peyton. Chris yeah, right. Peyton's Peyton. the other one. So that's right. the one for you and I that we need to look at right. is if Peyton wins and I got a good shot, because then our pair, you know, I think it'll just be a coin toss. But Peyton's win, if Peyton team wins, then I would start to be really worried if I were you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't. So, <laughs> you know, well, it's pretty interesting because really all three of us, you know, like this can go either way. And, it's good. None of these matches are easy, really. No. All right. So, yeah. There's going to be all kinds of scenarios for a tie. The lock, You know how you have a lock of the week? So this will be our tiebreaker. So out of all the teams we just picked, there's six of them. What is – I'll go first. So my lock of the week, the team that I know will win is going yeah. to <laughs> – Yeah. Now, we have to pick the team that we pick to win, so we can't go the opposite on our lock. Right. So we have to pick a team okay. to win. So the team that I'm picking that is my lock is Ricky and Larry because of that handicap. Okay. So that's my lock, and that's my tiebreaker. So if I tie with Mark, if I get the Ricky and Larry pick, then that's my tiebreaker. Okay, so your tiebreaker is right. rolling with Mom, right? Rolling with Mom. Mine's going to be uh, – Bedrock Bowl Arama. Oh, wow. All right, Chris. So you can pick anybody you want. Who's your tiebreaker going to be? Who's your lock of the week? It got to be my team. Oh, damn. What balls. He said his own team is going to be the lock. I've never heard of that. Uh-huh. That's like some Pete Rose shit right there. <laughs> All right. So those are our picks for Beat Marks Picks. This is the most important Beat Marks Picks of all the seasons we've had. It's come down I could to be, the last week. I could be dethroned. You could be. It could be renamed. Oh, man, that would be amazing. I would not if let Chris you live wins, it down. Could... I would not let you live it down. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun. we got to go through Bowlers of the Week real quick. So, Bowlers of the Week, Ricky Boudreau, a well-earned 85 pins over his average, shot like 640 or something like that. So, he bowled Bowler of the Week. Honorable mention to myself, uh, bowled 690. Gilbert bolt 686. Uh, Good job, Gil and myself and Ricky. But the true bowler of the week for everybody, not just women, but also men, 121 pins over her average, Miss First Lady of the League, Camilla Woodmansey, 121 pins over her average. I thought her everything. (laughs) <laughs> and so she is the bowler of the week i'm not even going to say woman i'm going to say she is the bowler of the week so kudos to camilla so great job bowling thank you guys so much for tuning in this whole summer of the podcast tune in for the fall podcast as we'll be introducing a lot more features in our podcast and also maybe a video of a episode of the uh, fall league Stay tuned for all the links. Stay we'll tuned for that. Stay tuned for a big poker tournament this Saturday. Yes. Text us. You got Chris and Maya's number on our standing sheet. Check out the Facebook page if you want details. It's going to be a big poker tournament. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, all JB Trio bowlers are invited. We're going to celebrate Diego's birthday as well as Chris's dad, Jesse. Please come out, support the cause, and wish a happy birthday to those guys. And I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. Very good. Yeah, yes, all that, you guys, just tune in for the fall. These going to be amazing. And if you don't come back and find out who won, if I don't win, 
yeah, don't come back. But if I do win, come back and find out and cheer for me that I am better than Mark, as always. If you don't come back, you'll be like Jerry leaving the bowling early without saying bye to anyone. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs>